Warning, the following program contains subject matter not suitable for a younger audience. It contains offensive language and opinions. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. Okay, so, to bring it to a weird tangent within a tangent. It's skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetters of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. Feeling much more chipper now. Feeling nice <laughs> and refreshed for this next week. Yeah. We're ready to count down our top five. Top five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just get right into it. Sounds good. I debated about putting this movie on here because there's not a whole lot of, like, prank pranks. It's just a lot of jokes. But it's awesome, and it's clowns, so I had to, because clowns do jokey-type type things. So I went with killer clowns from outer space. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, they thought it was a prank. They thought so. So just outside of the town of Crescent Cove, Mike Tobacco, which is one of the best names ever, <laughs> and his girlfriend Debbie are part with other couples at a local lover's lane, which, mind you, one of the people at the beginning of this movie, which I happen to randomly catch, was Christopher Titus, like the comedian. Yes. Like walking across the streets, like almost hit by like a car or something like that. Yep. I remember I was just like, that dude looks like Christopher Titus. And then like the credits rolled. I'm like, holy shit, it actually was. I would recognize that forehead anywhere. <laughs> dude, his show was pretty funny years ago. Yeah. I love... Uh... Sergeant Stadanko is his dad. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they spot a strange glowing object falling to Earth. Nearby farmer Gene Green, believing it to be Halley's Comet, ventures into the woods to find the impact site. He stumbles upon a circus tent. Right in the middle of the woods. He and his dog are captured by mysterious clownish aliens. Mike and Debbie arrive to investigate for themselves. Entering the structure, they discover a complex interior with elevators and bizarre rooms and they find gelatinized gelatinized is that the word they're, they're basically they were they, talking about the they were turned candy into cotton cocoons. candy so basically they were turned into cotton candy like cocoons and god i mean i mean these clowns are great like they you have like the shadow puppets on like the brick wall and you have they're shooting popcorn. They're shooting popcorn guns. And then the dude's like, what are you going to do? You're going to knock my block off? Yep. And boom. Right in the trash Those, can. The clowns are iconic. The movie is hilarious. The ice cream truck. Funny, funny, funny movie. Oh, my God. It was great. <laughs> the, the dude. The theme song, dude. I love the theme <laughs> song. clowns. I was rocking the soundtrack the other day. <laughs> it was great. Hell, yeah. Dude, like, guys, like, driving down the road in, like, a pretty decent not like a muscle car but like something nice and the clowns just like on his little freaking like meep meep <laughs> <laughs> just 
Such a stupid fun movie. <laughs> I love it. There's been rumors of a sequel for like forever. Yeah, it's in what was it? What do they call it? Development hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like development purgatory. Yeah. So my number five, Joyride. Aha. Uh-huh. So basically, you kind of got this jerk across the parking lot. So you order twenty pizzas to get sent to his house, and you're like, ha ha ha. That's basically the plot of this movie. You got Paul Walker, Steve Zahn. Lily Sobieski and Ted motherfucking Levine. So this kid's in college. You got this girl who like, she's in college. Buy a car. Get the girl. That's the plan. Oh, but his jailbird brother also comes into the scene. They go by CB Handle, Black Sheep, and Mama's Boy. Driving down the highway, making fun of people on the CB, doing funny voices. So, Paul Walker's character decides to come up with an alias, Candy Cane. Well, Candy Cane meets Rusty Nail, voiced by Ted Levine. And he just seems like kind of like a creepy, horny trucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, they pull over to day the night at a motel, run into some jerk-off who's in the next room. So, they kind of pull the buying the pizzas for this guy. They invite the horny trucker. To room number seven. They're in like room number six or some shit. And well, the asshole answers the door. They hear a little scuffle. And yeah, the prank went horribly wrong. Terribly wrong. That was mean. It was just a joke. So they pick up their friend like nothing happened. Apparently the fucking trucker broke this dude's jaw off. Rusty Nail comes back on the CB. He starts pranking them. Chicks are like, how scared am I supposed to be? This movie is awesome. Now, not a total lot happens. It's very suspenseful. Not a lot of gore going on this. It's more like the threat of gore. But it's it's really fun. It's hilarious. And it's kind of clever. I, the last time I just watched it the other night, all like every scene is colored either in red or green. And then there's a lot of like subtle, almost cautious yellowing to the scenes. And then Rusty Nail pranks him back. This will probably be on like your wife's list and Jenna's list of probably best scene in the movie. <laughs> he may so Rusty Nail kidnaps some chick and says, You gotta go in there, order twelve cheeseburgers, but you gotta do it butt naked. <laughs> I saw some kind of college prank or something. Yeah. All I gotta say is if you're driving across the country or just every day. Go out, take a little walk around the car, do a little quick checklist, make sure your fucking taillights work. Yeah, it's a good idea. Good movie, though. It was a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time, actually. So my number four, Trick or Treat, 2009. Yes. So this film, it takes place over the course of Halloween in this fictional town of Warren Valley, Ohio. Uh, the story is told in an, it's like non-linear narrative with characters crossing paths. With They're not really connected to each other, but they just happen to just... Take place in the same uh, time. Basically, like same place, same time kind of thing. Um, at the center of the story is Sam, uh, this peculiar trick-or-treater dressed in pajamas and a burlap sack who appears to enforce the rules of Halloween. Yo, he's becoming like such a halloween icon it's pretty cool yeah no it was it was cool now we have a group of trick-or-treaters we have macy sarah chip schrader meet Rhonda, who this who's like this halloween fanatic 
who like they they go to this this quarry. This was like the bigger like prank of the movie, I guess you could say. They play this like trick where they tell all the, about this story about this bus who goes over like the the cliff and like down into the quarries where like eight mentally challenged children died. So they they trick her into like believing these kids were coming up from like the like the water or whatever it was. So Rhonda being terrified just leaves and leaves them to like yeah so like schrader who is like her interest like who, the one who was like she was like kind of with like defends her now macy who ends up kicking one of the lanterns into the quarry causing like the undead massacred children to emerge from like the dark water and everyone kind of flees and Rhonda's like in the little elevator that goes up to the top and she's just like yeah fucking see you later but you also have it was like four different stories. So you have like the principal, like Charlie, uh, no, sorry, Mr. Wilkins. Charlie was like the fat kid who Mr. Wilkins like poisoned his fucking candy and vomited. Does that count as a prank? Poisoning? Is it a, well, I got you. You're you're fucking (laughs) vomiting all over my stairs. Uh, There was that. There's, um, there was like a surprise party that involved werewolves. It was surprising. It was, and and they all kind of like got together, that they, they linked the stories linked together, and uh, yeah, no, it's definitely a good time, and I see Sam is becoming one of the more iconic figures, in uh, in horror right now. Well deserved, absolutely. All right, so going back a little bit further in time to nineteen eighty five, my number four, April Fool's Day. This is a movie I saw way 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 back just off the cover art obviously the name sounds kind of cool it's like oh that's intriguing but the uh picture was of like a dinner a bunch of people around a table and presumably the host standing in front of them and she's got this really long noose braid yes i'm like okay i want to see that movie so it's april fool's day weekend during spring break at muffy's mansion Hilarity ensues with whoopee cushions, dribble glasses, and mostly amateur hour type shit. So let's up the ante with creepy audio, heroin, <laughs> and murder. This is actually a really good uh, slasher movie. It is. It features Biff in Friday 2 Final Girl. Ginny. Ginny. But the joke's really on us. Because, spoiler, you might want to fast forward a couple seconds if you haven't seen this 35-year-old movie. It's all an April Fool's Day joke, but that aside, suspense, funny characters, some really cool kills, even if they're not actual kills. Like, if that was like a murder night, you know, you go to a dinner party and someone gets murdered, you gotta figure it out. That one seemed pretty cool. This one... I would definitely get a reservation. This one was definitely fun. Like, I I mean, I wanted to watch it, obviously, because Ginny was in it. Yeah, Ginny. But then, but then I was pleasantly surprised when i saw biff was in it and he's still playing an asshole but he was a little less biffy he was a little less biffy yes but he was still a goofy that whole like opening scene where they're like chilling out was it were they on the boat when he he's just like here like you know i'm gonna throw the knife to you like one more time and throws it in the into the like kid's like stomach it's like oh (laughs) shit (laughs) did i do that i didn't mean it Gotcha. That was a prank. <laughs> it was a prank. 
my number three, this is probably the most notable prank in horror movie. Uh, I think Go I with Carrie, want. Carrie 1976. Now we have a shy 16 year old Carrie White who lives with her fanatically religious mother, Margaret. Uh, she's not really popular at school. She gets bullied quite a bit. And when she experiences her first period in the school shower, she panics because she doesn't know what to do because her mother feels that, you know, this is like the work of like sin, like age or period because of sin or something like that. So while her classmates are throwing tampons at her and plug it up, yeah, plug it up. Plug it up. Now, the uh, the gym teacher intervenes, now gives them all detention for like the week. And if they miss or skip out on any of it, then they you know, lose out on prom and get suspended and all that stuff. Now, her main adversary, I guess you could, you could call it, was it Christine? She decides to plot a revenge, which involves like pig's blood and a bucket. We all know the scene. And I think the most magic part about this elaborate prank is not the blood. The blood is obviously symbolic of the right. period, right. And, you know, coming of age and all that, like losing your innocence. But the best part of the prank is getting her to win prom queen. Yes, absolutely. That took some effort. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's got to be up there with one of the worst like pranks ever to do to somebody yeah but that was like a, one of those instant karma situations because well shit got hot yeah it's true it very it very much did okay i guess we're moving on that was quick so number three well i'm stuck like marty mcfly in 1985 back to doddsville going to slaughter high boom so this movie was made by the makers of friday the 13th even Harry Manfredini did the soundtrack, which I love. It's got like this goofy sitcom, like backwards 70s porn type of like. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> so the theme alone is one of my favorites. It's a 10 year reunion for a group of douchebags who 10 years prior. On April Fools, which happened to be our hero, our hero, <laughs> Marty. It's this dude's Marty. They're Mark. It's his birthday. They set him up thinking he's going to get some birthday sex. Sex. They end up tasing his naked ass with the AV club and plan to broadcast to the whole school. Luckily for Marty, they're busted and justice is served. No, 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 no. Just kidding. They get detention and decide to double down on the prank. That's right. <laughs> you know, they double down. So in an attempt to make up for it, they're like, okay, you know, Marty, let's smoke you up. Although they thought it would be funny to lace his joint with, like, I don't know, poison, rat poison or something. And he ends up getting sick and blowing up the lab. <laughs> but I thought it was funny that during the initial prank where they sexually assault him in the bathroom, that there's a jester just standing in the crowd. That's like the mascot is like the Joker. It's like a Harlequin or a fool, if you will. Yeah, that's a fun movie. I very much, very much enjoyed this movie. But my number two, we're going to go on another weekend adventure, perhaps to Muffy's house. Oh, and drink. we're going to go 
April Fool's Day, again, 1986. 85. It said it was released in 86. Yeah, like what? On VHS? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe beta. Uh, who knows? Laser disc. I wanted a laser disc player so bad. It's like a DVD the size of a record. Oversized frisbee. <laughs> it's it's a DVD record. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So anyway, you know, you had already gone over a lot of it on the weekend leading up to April Fool's Day. A group of college kids consisting of Harvey, Nikki, Rob, Skip, Nan, Chaz, Kit, and Arch gathered together to celebrate spring break on the island mansion of Skip's cousin, Muffy St. John. Now, on the trip to the house, is there's a lot of a lot of pranks going on. Like I just mentioned earlier, Thomas Tom Wilson's character, you know, plays a prank by throwing a knife into like a dude's like stomach. Aha, got him. Yeah. And we have like Buck the local deckhand or whatever is seemingly like crushed by a like the boat like at the at the dock and it just seems like one of those things where it's like oh i'm gonna keep playing pranks and you know oh everything's gonna come around like full circle but since like you already kind of i i wasn't gonna say it but you kind of already said that you know the whole thing's just a prank well i did say that we could put in a spoiler there okay a spoiler alert for a movie that's 36 years old <laughs> skip ahead to time stamp you know like one minute from then <laughs> hi we're back and now we're spoiler free ha <laughs> next one but it's a, it's a fun movie and i remember like the first time i watched it totally didn't expect that that was going to be like the case that was gonna be like oh i'm pulling pranks and now i'm gonna die because i pull pranks i remember being pretty disappointed to find out and I did enjoy the movie still. Yeah. Great movie. But it was just like, really? You did me like that? Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. We can go back to camp. Sure. Go back to camp Blackfoot. My number two is The Burning. Really? Cheers. So this is the movie that I was waiting for. Watched it as soon as we got the screen up. Watched it outside last night on the projector. So you hadn't seen it yet. Had not seen it yet. So you pulled that you pulled that out of your ass and you hadn't even seen it yet. Yes. I was like, but I'd been wanting to see it. It was really so good. I mean, I, I knew about the movie, but then watching it, obviously, best, like, <laughs> you know, set up. So I extra enjoyed the movie, but the movie was really fun. I mean, yeah, there was some cool stuff that they tried to do. Uh, let's get into it, man. Holly Hunter. Yes. I forgot about Holly Hunter. How did I forget about her? Jason Alexander, who plays the reverse 69. He's number 96. Every single t-shirt he wears, he's 96. Fisher Stevens, obviously. So the caretaker, they prank him with a worm-riddled skull. I wrote the same thing. Worm-riddled skull with candle eyes. Cropsy wakes up and he freaks out. Ends up fucking cooked a big mac overdone <laughs> must have been like wearing like polyester pajamas because he was like poof <laughs> oh man so he he goes to jail this is some odd years later they've got a therapist and she's just like you've got to forget your hatred <laughs> now we're back at camp and there's a peeping tom 
creeping around a shower. Oh, just kidding. It's a prank. Ah. Hey, what the fuck kind of prank is that? Later in the movie, there's a fun prank with a pellet gun. They shoot this dude in the ass, and then they all end up like bending over and like extreme mooning (laughs) as people get pushed into the lake. So they're on Devil's Creek. It's a long way from home. And this is actually a real urban legend, Cropsy. It was around Staten Island, I think. It was like this myth that they'd create so you don't stay up too late or stay out of the house because this crazy guy, a madman, a homicidal maniac, he escaped from the loony bin and he'll drag you into the tunnels where he feeds. So they're basically around the campfire telling this scary Cropsy story and they pull another prank trope and someone dressed as the killer comes in and goes ooga booga <laughs> you know basically i mean what movie hasn't done this friday the 13th scream even in jaws dudes wearing the fin remember like the fake fin yep. a lot of people like to pull that pull that trick ooh <laughs> another point when they're in the middle of the woods and like the bully is having sex with a chick and she's like, that's all? That's all, folks. <laughs> really entertaining movie. I like that one. It was good. So my number one. Number one. I chose this as my number one because the results of his prankery changed the landscape of a franchise. I went... With Friday the 13th, Part 3, and Shelly. Oh. (laughs) Somebody seems excited. So following the events of the night before, a badly injured and unmasked Jason Voorhees goes to a lakefront. You know, he goes to a store, like a convenience store, for a change of clothes. While there, he murders the store owner and his wife, Edna. Meanwhile... We have Chris Higgins going for a a weekend with her friends at her family's cottage, Higgins Haven, including one of her friends, Shelly. Now, Shelly is a jokester. It was like, yeah, Shelly's a jokester. Shelly's more like a friend of a friend. Yeah, I I, I feel... Hey, could you make it? Oh, but can this person come? uh, I feel like it it was a favor. He was invited because of a favor. You owe me. And, of course, they show up to, I think it was, was it Vera? I think it was. It's like, oh, here's your date. Great. So throughout the, I mean, the first, like, half of the movie, like, Shelly's pulling these pranks where, you know, he's, he's like, dead. There's an axe in his head and, like, all this, all this stuff. And they're just like, what the fuck, Shelly? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I didn't even see him pack a bag, and like he has all of this shit with him. He's got like a scuba suit. He's got a hockey yeah. mask. He's got that weird, creepy clear mask. Yeah. He's got where the hell he's keeping all this shit? Yeah, fake so, blood. So they're in. You know, Vera comes down to you know sit at the on the dock in the lake, and Shelley comes up. He's wearing the the iconic hockey mask, and. She's all pissed off, and she's like, Shelly, why do you do this stupid shit? And then... Shelly? Next thing you know, off screen, we don't see it happen. But somehow, 
Jason ends up with his mask. He does. That was a big moment in horror. That was a huge moment in horror and in my life. So Jason finds a mask that someone just randomly had, and that's how he chose his killer mask. Yes. We could say he's a Red Wings fan, because I guess that was apparently what the mask was, but... The guy that plays Shelly is actually a lawyer, and he can actually give you information on where in lawyer hell <laughs> the franchise is. Yeah, no, I've... He, yeah, he's a, he's a lawyer for, like, actors, or just, like, the movie industry. Alright, so the first time in Fans of the Dead history is this happening. I'm pulling a wild card. I wasn't told this was allowed. It's not. But I don't care. It's happening anyway. (laughs) So I had this here in case. Not in case. Because I was betting on, hence why it's a thing, that Shelly was going to be one of your favorite pranksters. So I'm going to go with Friday the 13th Part 8. Jason Takes Manhattan. (laughs) What the hell prank happens there? Oh, uh, oh, 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 it's almost the same thing. So, okay, this movie's Jason on a boat, basically, mostly filmed in Vancouver. Jason, Jason really takes thought Canada. the uh, the artwork was really cool. The original poster, the I Heart New York, but with the hockey mask, like that was pretty awesome. It's like this: we live in claustrophobia. A land of steel and concrete, trapped by dark waters. There is no escape, nor do we want it. We've come to thrive on it and each other. You can't get the adrenaline pumping without the terror, good people. I love this town. <laughs> so we start on a, I don't know, a small yacht, basically. This guy and a girl hanging out. And he's telling her the story of Camp Crystal Lake and what happened on Crystal Lake about 30 years ago. He starts telling her the story like, oh my God, I've never heard about the insane amount of murders in the place I like to get my buck on. <laughs> like, <laughs> how, would, how would you not know the story? But she's, she's shocked. So it's kind of a dumb prank what happens next because he comes back in with a hockey mask and a fake prop knife. And starts stabbing her. <laughs> well, now it's sexy time, so he puts the hockey mask they're, down. They're just stories. Yeah. And he, he's like, I got you good, Susie. Sorry, I'm a major ass. <laughs> but this is where Jason gets his mask back. Because in part seven, it gets split open and he gets all blown up and a dock gets dropped on him. But this idiot pulling a prank on his girlfriend who's never even heard of Jason Voorhees. He like freaks her out. Jason gets his mask back. Wild card. <laughs> that is a fun one. I know most people hate it, but it's still fun. To me anyway. Talking to the guy who likes Jason X. That movie's okay. I just like watching Jason kill people. Like but that's by the time I ever got into Friday the thirteenth, I already knew who Jason was. He was kind of like a horror superhero. Right. If his superpower is murder. <laughs> okay, so my real number one. Number Aww. one. 1991. Stephen King dropped Needful Things. Oh. And brought us back to Castle Rock. 
1993, the movie came out. What am I? 91, 92, I'm 11, 12, and it's summertime, and we get news that this movie is going to come out. And my mom goes, if you can read that book, I'll take you to see this rated R movie. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so cool. <laughs> well, the book is like well over a thousand pages long. So it takes me like basically the whole summer. I go to see the movie. We watch the movie. Movie ends. My mom looks at me and she goes, well, what'd you think? And I go, there wasn't anything like the fucking book. What the hell? <laughs> So that was where I got pranked, but the book is genius. You've been here before. I have never forget a face. But I rewatched the movie, and I have to say, if I didn't have such high expectations and not understand that there's differences between the book and the movie, the movie's really fucking cool. We got Max von Sydow, Ed Harris, Bonnie, Bedelia, Mrs. McLean, Amanda. Plumber, the whole movie is about the devil setting up a pawn shop, basically, with like these crazy antiques. The object of your desire is in this store, and you sell your soul for it. I mean, there's bad puns throughout the whole movie. He's like, got mad people in there, and someone comes in. Like, oh, do you have room for me? He's like, there's always room for another soul. <laughs> it's just like, shit like that through the whole thing. So... In the book, Ace Merrill, the bad guy from Stand By Me and the Body, actually has a way bigger part, and some like really cool shit happens. Basically, everyone that buys something, Jason, what would you want? Probably Jason Voorhees's mask. Yeah, you look like you would want the actual Jason Voorhees's mask. Oh, you didn't know he's a real person. He's a real person. All you have to do is sell your soul. Just kidding. That's insane. All I want you to do is. Just pull a little prank on someone. And he has everybody in town pulling a little prank on someone else. And the repercussions of those pranks escalate. And they marketed the book as the last Castle Rock story. And basically shows the city burning. <laughs> and that's what ends up, pretty much ends up happening. Yeah. Yep. It's true. That's actually one that was on my list of things to watch that I didn't get to. Kind of bummed I didn't. Yeah, and it's funny because on our whole list here, these 10 movies and books, Stephen King is on this list four times. Yeah. I don't know if he was either the prank king or just the butt of many a joke. <laughs> either way, he's the man. He is. So. Also, uh, another shout out, the Twilight Zone, where the little kid has magical powers oh. <laughs> and makes everyone do whatever they want. I, I like the switcheroo with Kevin McCarthy pulling a rabbit out of a hat, and it's just a monstrous rabbit. Any, um, That's a fun prank. Any other movies you left off your list? 2013's found footage movie, Prank. I was actually looking at... There was two movies called Prank, apparently. Probably a lot of movies called Prank. I only saw two. But the one from 2013 was the one I was actually looking at, but I just didn't have time to get to it. So it's just these kids getting bullied, and the bullies, or the bullied becomes the bullies, and everyone tries really hard to not be likable. 
and accidents happen, jokes happen. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. But everyone everyone in the whole movie is a dick, so you kind of just <laughs> like, well, they had to come. Yeah, I left I left quite a few off just because I wasn't sure if they actually like were like pranks or like whatever. Like I left off like sleepaway camp. I don't know if that was more like a con or not. How's that? A, how's that a prank? It's like, hey, you thought I was a chick the whole time. Oh, that's like, oh, I don't want to say like any other movies where there's like a big reveal, <laughs> but like, nah, yeah, that's a long con. That's not a prank. Yeah, or um, like the orphan. That's the movie I was not gonna name. Huh. Oh, that's the movie that I was about to say that I was like, I'm not going to say it and ruin that there's a big reveal. Well, I won't say what it is, but there, there's a big reveal in that one. <laughs> I left that off. Um, Hell Night I left off. They're all good. What's the best prank you've ever pulled? Uh... Chalkboard eraser, pen on the seat, poison someone's coffee. Like, come on, something. Not not gonna lie, I really haven't pulled anything good. I'm a good person. I'm just. I've got a. I've got a note card. I'm trying to think of which story to tell. <laughs> None of them will make it to air. <laughs> Why say it? It's a funny story. <laughs> you don't want to hear about the time. So the following story is being postponed. Due to the statute of limitations. Giggity. Look, 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 look. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so you gotta cut that. Yeah. But uh so a lot of people bought us coffees and that's pretty cool. Yes. Um we are on Buy Me a Coffee. I can't thank the ones who have supported us enough, you know, our friend Lauren was one of them. Your sister Amanda was one of them. Oh. Um, my cousin Robin, our buddy Josh. I mean, we just. Diane. Yes, your mother-in-law Diane. She was just every 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 little bit of support is just well needed because. You know, sometimes this this costs a little money to get the get the production out there, and we lead we lead expensive lives. Our lifestyles are crazy. Not unless you can see us. It's like, it <laughs> looks like you're in a closet, <laughs> and I'm in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fan feedback. Yeah, so I threw out on Twitter, I believe it was. Where I put a poll out as to what they thought the like the their favorite prank was in horror, and of course, like I only threw like four of them out there. I put out the burning, slaughter high, house on sorority row, Carrie, because there was so many to mention. I didn't know which four to put out there, so I just put that one out there. Carrie won pretty unanimously. The Burning was second. Which is crazy because I never really even knew about this movie until recently. The Burning? Yeah. Yeah. No, I... 
it, it came up on a bunch of things, so I watched it, and it was excellent. Word. I guess that just about does it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. As always, catch us on Podomatic, Spotify, iTunes, wherever. Follow us on Twitter at Fans of the Dead One. We are on Instagram, Fans of the Dead One. Facebook, Fans of the Dead. We have a website, fansofthedead.com, where you can check out all of our episodes. Um, most of our recipes are up there. I haven't put the some re- of them. Some of them. I have to put the rest of them up. And then you can also order T-shirts if you're interested. We have white T-shirts. We have gray T-shirts. Check them out. We got green. We don't have green. You want green? I'll get you green. Purple. I don't know, just name colors. <laughs> Do you have gold? Oh, that'd be cool. Gold. Green gold. Totally forgot what I was going to say. As always, <laughs> have fun. Be safe. Peace. <laughs> you got rig rolls, bro. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and that's the best prank I could come up with for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking terrible. <laughs>